Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 183 of Soundwave. I'm your host, Matt, Joseph Coase Carlos. I am here. We're back in the studio two weeks later, like usual. We're, we're here. We're here. Yeah. Feels a little shorter for us because we had recorded it on a Monday and That's now true. this is a Friday. Yeah, now that you have a job, everything, everything. Jeez. No, it's all good. We're now, good. actually, it was on you. <laughs> yeah, was like, we were fine going with the other schedule. What did I do? I don't know. It was something stupid, I bet. Well, our Friday, okay. No, We're th- back. I think you had, like, uh, somebody had to have surgery or something like that. Yeah, my grandma had surgery. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So you were being stupid. I was being, jeez. No, There's priorities. My 93-year-old my ninety-three year old grandma just had a total hip replacement, and, uh, yeah, she's doing all right. Yeah, so I've been, I've been helping out there a little right. bit. Uh, let's see. How have you been, man? Doing fine. Doing yeah. just fine. Fine. Yeah, there isn't really anything too new to report. Yeah, Halloween no, happened. Yeah, Halloween uh, was a thing that happened. Uh, you know, I didn't did. really tar- partake of Halloween. I did see uh, Tremors at Alamo Drafthouse. Oh, that's right. That was that movie still. That was the uh, Oliphant doing the. Yeah, it was Oliphant. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, really wish that the big beer was the, uh, the that they had like a big thing of the Honey Hones because I really like that. That was a good one. Did it run out or something or what? No, no, they, they, it was just the sample glasses. Oh, there. but you could have ordered one. It's like yeah, I really should have just gone with. Them. It I came with a whole pint though, didn't it? Like, uh, it was actually a little smaller than a pint this time. It was like a smaller tasting gas glass for a. Uh, it was the. <laughs> it was if it was an entire pint, it would have gone us. Uh, a little bit more drunk because it was a uh, <laughs> there's like the double IPA. Oh, sweet, nice. But yeah, Tremors. Was it the 4K presentation or something? Or just I don't know if it was 4K, but it was a uh, highly uh, entertaining in the theater. It was a lot of fun. Oh, I really yeah. enjoyed that film. I did nice. not know that uh, that was the only Tremors film that was theatrically released. I believe that Tremors. No, uh, but Tremors two. It's like that's my favorite. Is it really? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. There's something fun about it. There's but, something really like uh, the first one's fun, but the second one, like they really double the fun. The only the only one that continues throughout all the movies is the one guy, right? The is, uh, Bert, the guy who plays Bert. Bert, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you had Kevin Bacon, Reba McIntyre. Fred Ward doesn't come back. Well, he comes back for the second one, but yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, now that you say that, I remember that. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that was a that was a Reba McIntyre was in there too. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah in the in the first one, I haven't yeah. thought of that in a while. No, yeah. it's a fantastic film. Every if anybody listening has not seen it, you just go watch it. It's it is it is the epitome of my childhood. That is one that was always on TV for some reason. Like too. you know, for being such a like a like a really not inexpensive like film that they put together. I think and granted, I don't I don't know where Kevin Bacon was in his career for that one, but it was like uh, I don't know, like it's, what was it like ninety four or five somewhere in there. <sighs> That was before that. Before that, ninety two. Then I'd say, Maybe, yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, I don't know where he was, but in his career, but like he had to have had a better, like a kind well, of higher. His first movie for, like, was uh, getting stabbed through the chest with a machete in uh, Friday the Thirteenth in nineteen eighty. Yeah, so he's definitely had a career for quite by the time. The and then he was in Flashdance in there in that uh, whole thing. It not, might have been not 80, Flash Dance. I want to say it was eighty eight for Tremors. No, it's not Flashdance. Is it Flashdance? What's that one? Footloose, Footloose. That's it. 1990 for the first okay. Tremors. Yeah, and I mean Tremors. That that uh, that had to be a pretty big blockbuster at the time. It was not. Sure, it was. It, that's uh, Breba McIntyre was in the prime of her career too at that time. It got a release. Well, what what what, what did it? What was its budget and what did it make that year? Uh, it did uh, surprisingly well. Eleven million dollars budget, and then the box office was uh, sixteen million. Oh, I guess it wasn't that big. 
Yeah, no, it uh, it wasn't uh, well advertised. That, oh, I think that okay. was what I read was one of the things about it. But uh, well, it's made a lot of money. It's a cult classic. And well, like it, that was the box office because like apparently it made a lot of money when it like uh, um, hit video. Hit video. Yeah, so I'm sure a lot of people. Were well, like it. I said, I remember being a kid and that being on TV like oh, every yeah. week almost. Watching on... Tremors and Tremors two all the time on <laughs> Sci-Fi Channel. That was oh yeah, that was on Sci-Fi a lot later too. Yeah, the second yeah. one was so much fun because like all of a sudden like they had the RC cars with the dynamite just go that, and they just go fishing. That was that. Oh, that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like oh, it's now a God, joke. Like look out, look at these big worm things and like they were like. <laughs> Look, oh, we're taking care of them. All of a sudden, like, oh, now there's something else. So 1990 was the first one. We got 30 years later, and didn't they just make one or something, like, pretty recently still? Or still uh, yeah, they're some? still... 30 years later. <laughs> Tremors 4 was set in Africa, and that had Jamie Kennedy in it. What? Yeah, that was a couple years ago. And then I think last year, the year before, they had a fifth one, which was, like, Jamie Kennedy, along with Bert and Jamie Kennedy. I don't know. I can never remember who plays Bert. But, like, uh, Jamie Kennedy is also in this one, and that was in Antarctica. Oh, Jesus, really? Yeah. Antarctica and after they're trapped. Tremors know. 3 was the prequel. And Back was, it, was it, that the one with the little mini ones on their feet? No, 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 wait. No, Tremors 3. No, Tremors 3 was the one with the, flot, with the ass blasters. Mm-hmm. That's where, because the second one had the walkers, where, like, all of a sudden, like, not do, only do the Tremors, which are they're giant worm people. Worms, guys, uh, listeners who don't know what we're talking about. For the second one, had the like the the big worm guys would die, and they'd be li- like a, a they're not really dead though because there's little guys that come out and, and the little guys remind me of like uh, the uh, little shop of horror flower thing or whatever, yeah. Right? And yeah. then the uh, third one had uh, those mutate or something. I I can't remember. And they turn into ass blasters, which fly. Ass yeah, Jesus. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, th- that was the third film. And the, there's a prequel in there somewhere. I don't know. We should have had this conversation on our Halloween episode. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't seen it yet uh, uh. because, but yeah, that's it's just you know that's really. A I film guess I went. I didn't you- go to a hopped up cinema, but I did go to one, and that was Night of the Demons from 1989, and uh, that was a lot of fun seeing that one in the theaters too. Yeah. No, yeah, I, uh, yeah, Tremors, Tremors two, maybe see Tremors three if you really want to. It's it's fine. Just leave them. And yeah, you can stop after that. Like, it's <laughs> because it never really graduated past B horror. No, B no, level. Not so. too much. Yeah, no. I suppose we should talk about some music, though. Yeah, we could talk about some music. Oh, I did. I did my. I did makeup yesterday. I did. I did like cool. a nice little skeleton and stuff. So that's kind of that's my Halloween. There you go. What what have you been listening to, bud? Uh, let's see. I've been listening to a couple things, but I haven't been paying a whole lot of attention to it at work. Uh, but uh, here is uh, I've been listening to Norman Fucking Rockwell, which you <laughs> know that's a fun, that's a fun name for an album. Is Norman Fucking Rockwell, is it, yeah. Is it though? Uh, from uh, Lana Del Rey. <laughs> uh, I did like a lot of her stuff. Like ma- mainly, like kind of sound is kind of slow and kind of a little bit sad. But this is uh, not doing just, not just a little bit sad. It's sad. I, maybe I wasn't paying enough attention to get super sad about I, it. I think it's just the sound of it. She might be singing about the most upbeat thing ever, but she's just sad. But, uh, you know, the really big uh, song off this one is the, you know, the song that really makes me think of Summer, which is Doing Time. So here's Doing Time off of Norman fucking Rockwell from <laughs> Lana, Lana Del Rey. <laughs> Loving all over him when she gets home There's no left 
It's a fun, uh, fun song. Uh, I don't mind that one. It's cover of a Sublime version. Uh, so I was like looking at the song, like quickly pulled it up. And uh, so, yeah, it actually does match her style of being kind of sad because it's about a cheating girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. But, you know, summertime. Yeah, there you go. Summertime and the living. So what about you? What have you been listening to? Uh, I went to a Halloween party last weekend or something like that, and uh, somebody asked to play this song, so I played it, and it's uh, Tones and I, and the song is called Dance Monkey. Dancy, I like it a lot. I haven't listened to the rest of the EP. I think they only have an EP out yet, right. but uh, yeah, check it out. And then also, I heard this girl on the current and dug it. It's uh, Stella Donnelly, and the song's called Tricks. You like it. I like it. Yeah. That album is uh, Beware of the Dogs, and it's Stella Donnelly. Go check it out. Uh, anything else you'd like to add? I mean, I'm just, you know, it's Halloween time. So, like, there's, of course, like, I'm not going to lie. On Halloween, I did listen a couple times to Harry Belafonte's Jumping the Line. Of course. Because, of course, I'm going to listen to that. 
Or I haven't seen Beetlejuice for quite some time. But. God, it's so good. That one was at the Alamo recently, too. I really wanted to go yeah, see that. Yeah, I did not make it for that one. Was that a hopped up? It was either a movie party or a hopped up cinema. I can't remember. But yeah, that would have been, been a good one. All right, into the music news. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, the two big announcements of the past week that have been filling my Facebook news feed. Uh, my Chemical Romance and Rage Against the Machine have both announced reunion shows. Rage Against the Machine, who last played together in 2011, are reuniting for a handful of U.S. shows in spring 2020, capped by a headlining slot at Coachella Music Festival. As for My Chem, their last show is in 2012. And in 2013, Gerard Way posted a long note detailing, detailing the band's end. Way closed the note with "My Chemical Romance is done, but is never, but it can never die. It is alive in me, in the guys, and it'll be in, alive in you, of, inside of all of you." I always knew that uh, that, and I think that you did too, because that the band is just an idea. Uh, but now they have announced a reunion show at the Shrine Expo Hall in Los Angeles, California on Friday, December 20th. Tickets sold out in a matter of seconds this morning, and uh, no news of a tour or further dates after that. So, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Jack White joined Democratic uh, presidential hopeful Bernie Sanders during a rally in Detroit earlier this week. Uh, before the rally began, White performed a live set that included covers uh, a cover of Bob Dylan's License to Kill, as well as White Stripe's song, Seven Nation Army, We Are Gonna Be Friends, and Icky Thump. Uh, the concert was held at the gymnasium of Detroit's Cass Technical High School, where White attended. Uh, the event was organized with the hopes of fighting economic, environmental, and racial justice. There's some pretty cool video of that. Jack White playing in his old gymnasium. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah, go check it out. Uh, for four new hour-long specials of Cartoon Network's Adventure Time are coming to HBO's new streaming service, HBO Max. Adventure Time Distant Lands kicks off next year with specials uh, BMO and Obsidian. Did that which, show hit a conclusion? Yep, 2018, and I cried. It was it was a beautiful, beautiful conclusion. Right. I think it was on like nine years or something like that. Something. Was it really nine was, years? Something like that. Maybe seven. I don't know, something. But uh, yeah. I guess HBO picked it up now. I don't know if they're like a parent company of Cartoon Network or something. So yeah, there's going to be four hour-long episodes. The first one's BMO, the next one's Obsidian, and it's followed by Wizard Country, and then Together Again. So each one is kind of about, so BMO and his weird story. Obsidian, I don't remember which that one is. The Wizards, Obsidian's the one that's uh, Marsali and Princess Bubblegum. Wizard City, I don't remember that one. And then Together Again is the Jake and Finn so each one's like a separate little thing, side story. I like Bebo. I know. I'm really excited to see the Bebo episode. Oh, so excited to see it. Uh, also, yeah, Studio Ghibli, all their films are going to be on HBO Max, too. And I thought Studio Ghibli was owned by uh, Disney. So I found oh, that kind of I, I don't think they're owned by Disney. I know that Disney uh, it, released all the DVDs and Blu-rays and everything. Like They might have like maybe done that, but I don't, I'm pretty sure. It's probably just a licensing contract. I'm, then, I'm yeah. sure they like, HBO like, took it. Probably Disney was like, you know, let's uh, see if we, we can get like a release of these. And like they probably did some deal yeah, like that. Yeah, because they were the main ones taking them out of the vault and putting them onto the U.S. every markets and everything. Also, so. you can't forget, like when did, were they released like uh, on oh. Blu-ray DVD? A while ago, uh, yeah, yeah, whenever right. Blu ray first became a thing, or whatever. Right. Yeah. so yeah, that's Disney's the only ones you can buy anywhere if you're gonna buy that home thing. 
But it could just be like The Office being bought for a while to stream on something and still owned by whatever. I wasn't sure how long ago that happened because uh, I guess like if it was we're talking Blu-ray, Blu-ray's been around for a while. A while now. Uh, and then also a reboot of The Boondocks is coming to HBO Max too. So yeah, that must be a parent company. So that's where Network. it's because I've been hearing about that nope. being in the works for a while. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's gonna be on on HBO Max. Because mm-hmm. like I think like I don't know I. I was kind of confused because I remember reading I was a couple a of the big comics. Fan of Boondocks, but and the, yeah. I, like the show was like, is this really something you the same universe? Because it feels like they're completely <laughs> different locations, right? No, but I remember when I saw the show, I liked. Yes. Well, yeah, and HBO they have so much freaking money, they're probably just like, here, here's a couple million dollars, go do what you can do. And they're then, trying to just fill up the void yeah, left by Game right. of Thrones. Well, that and also every other everybody else is making a streaming service now too, so HBO's got to get on there, you know. This is this isn't HBO Go. This is their own subsidiary, like their Very own different. Wait, is this, is this HBO? Yet another thing to subscribe to for HBO. Yes, yeah. So HBO That's Max is going to be all original content, I think. And streaming. yeah, no, I'm a. Uh, I'm not going to put any money on that though. Yeah, the, if people are already paying for HBO Go, like why? The Which hell? I'm not yeah. because I and, don't watch yeah. HBO or and Game of like Thrones that. is done too. So yeah. I didn't. Watch I know Game you of didn't Thrones. do that, but I'm just saying. I, I guarantee their their subscription is like way the fuck down. How the Game of Thrones is done. Uh, lastly in the news, Alt Country Powerhouses, uh, Sergio Simpson and Tyle Childers are teaming up for a North American tour, a good-looking tour. Uh, it kicks off February 2020. Sergio Simpson uh, recently released his Sound and Fury LP, the companion record to his anime film uh, made in collaboration with manga artist uh, Takashi Okazaki. Did you see that? It's on Netflix. It's that short mini film. I don't think Sound so. and Fury. Yeah, it's pretty freaking sweet, and Sturgill Simpson's rocking in it, and it's really cool. So it's like an anime story, and then, yeah, Sturgill Simpson in the background for soundtrack. Yep, yep, yep. Any news on your end? I do not have any music news at all. All right, let's go into story time. Welcome to the weekly theme. The theme this week is Storytime Part 3, Volume 3. Yeah, yeah. Volume 3. Volume 3. So I I, I can never tell because I have like make a story, so I'm just going to go. I know it's that. the third so time we're doing it. Next year, when I look, it'll say Storytime in my notes. I know in the past I always named a story time. I just can't remember if I did volumes or parts. That's it, the... It's volume. I, I have it down as volume 3. All right, cool. Yeah. But that's because I think of vo- things as volumes because it makes it sound more interesting. Yeah, it does. It does. Parts are like, hey, we're we're continuing this onward, like our other themes we've done in the past. But yeah. and we don't want to make some sort of guarantee like that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> volumes can happen. Or maybe we start with we like want. part two or something like that. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So story time. This is always a fun one. Uh, we take five songs and try and build a story out of it. I don't know I, how I do it. I always picture a movie in my head. And make a soundtrack to a yeah, movie. Yeah, no, like I, I, I came up with like an idea for a movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, and mm-hmm. so like, yeah, this is a thing I'll do. Nice. Uh, you want to tell your story first? Sure. Well, all right. Like I, it. I never really titled my movies. I don't think. But. No, but just general so, idea. We my should, maybe story. Maybe that'll be next year. We'll, we'll yeah. Title our nah. <laughs> I, I think that I, I don't think I want to go that far. I, right. I, I like all being right. taking the broad strokes approach. There we go. There we go. All right. What is your story? My story is really a classic comeback underdog story that everyone has seen a thousand times before the main character who we will just call jack 
is a racer in a sport that is like NASCAR, except I'm, I guess, more extreme. I don't know. I'm not a big NASCAR person. I want more. I want things that are more than just tracks going circles. So it does like other things too. Because they have turned left and they also turn right. I don't know. Like, it's like that old PlayStation maybe game. Maybe they, that's they the don't crisscross the... crash. They don't do that. Because that's, that's too much. Do you remember that PlayStation game where like the wheels are in the hand and the feet and you can and you race through everything? It had a really cool soundtrack. No, it was dystopian and futuristic no, and really cool. I don't oh, come on. I can't remember what it's called right now. So uh, we joined the... St- so uh, let me go. So in the sport, uh, Jack is a favorite to win the biggest race of the year, which we will just call... The big one. <laughs> I know. Creative, right? We joined the story just as the big one has started with Jack taking the lead position and losing it, only to take it the lead back. And it is all very dramatic and intense. So here is Control from VNV Nation. Until I should die, until I should break Not a god, not a devil my soul shall take If I should lie to betray myself Then I would damn myself and my soul forsake I don't want 15 minutes, want a whole lot more Don't want to suffer the fools and the spoils of war I don't want 15 minutes or a reason why And the song comes to a halt just as another car loses, loses control and knocks him to his, his car, causing him to lose control and go flipping off the track. Jack's bleeding, barely conscious, and he's upside down, staring at the track as racers go by. Flames start coming from the hood of his car. We, cr- we cut from that to Jack standing in his backyard as he stares at the flame, licking the burgers on the grill. It has been 10 years. He's been retired. He's married, has a daughter, but he still feels haunted by how close he came both to dying and to winning the big one. And then uh, the ghosts of Beverly Drive from Death Cab for Cutie. It's only you that know me before the accident, before that grand collision came a grave consequence. Receptors overloaded, they burst and disconnect. Till there was little feeling, please work with what is. So, he it's it it a fun neighborhood cookout that he was having in his backyard. But like that night, as he's uh, uh after he everybody's left and he's uh, 
cleaning up afterwards, his an old friend comes by who arrived late, and they sit in the backyard reminiscing and sharing a beer. And Jack is told that his friend has room on his team and he's looking for a driver. He wants Jack to get back in the game. This catches Jack off guard. He tells the friend he will think about it. And, you know, they cut to some scene where he's like talking over his wife and she supports him giving racing another shot. So he takes the offer and he begins training, putting practice courses through their paces. And eventually he's not just doing practice courses. He's doing full on races again. So here is Comeback King from, uh, no, this is Comeback from Red Light King. Many times I walked the line, I rolled the dice and questioned my life. Many times I sacrificed and dealt with the pain. I've been down this road before where the dead ends are, it rains and it pours. I've been down below and it's the price that I pay. So, in all Jack's efforts to get back in the game, he begins spending less time with his family, straining his relationships. It comes to a head when he ends up in a crash in the race just before that year's big one. And yet again, he's looking over the hood of a flaming car and his mind flashes to his family. So here's Wheels from Foo Fighters. So, Jack realizes that while he loves racing, he loves his family more. That's right. It's one of those stories. As he recovers in the hospital and his family comes to see him, he smiles as he realizes the real prize was the family he made along the way. <laughs> we, make, uh, we make one last jump, uh, this time 20 years later. Uh, Jack and his wife are uh, older, of course, spent 20 years, uh, a little grayer. Uh, in the stands of uh, for that year's big one, and they are cheering for the racer currently pulling ahead of the pack, their daughter. And we're, as we cut to credits, we start getting a sepia tone like fo- little photos from throughout the years of like Aww. her first races, and then like of course it, <laughs> it ends at like with like of course uh, like her being cheered like uh, just a nice photo of like her cheering with the cup for the big one. But uh, as that's going though, it was also. It, the story, it was really his story. So here's Speed Racer from Everclear. Go! 
This is like that situation in high school or middle school when uh, you're in speech class and somebody just gave a really cool speech. I feel speech like I've heard this before. <laughs> uh, before we go on, though, I do want to say, did you notice anything special with with all like uh, the names and the for my song for all my songs, except for the first one from uh, Control and V and V Nation? All of them have something car related. Yes, I, there's I, I Ghosts that. of Beverly Drive from Death Cab for Cutie. There's Comeback King. A comeback from Red Light King. There's Wheels from Foo Fighters and Speed Racer from Everclear. And Control works too because you have to have control of the car. Yeah, yeah. And it totally works. But anyways, Beverly, <laughs> besides Ghost of Beverly Drive, Death Cab for Q to get counts as two, I think. Death Cab for Q. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, and yeah, you could call Beverly Drive. That's what the, the big one was raced on was Beverly Drive or something. like the, maybe that's, uh, yeah. That could have been the name of the tracks you raced yeah, on, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, seriously, when when <laughs> Death Cab started playing and the lyrics started showing up, they're like, oh my god. <laughs> seriously, that was funny. So uh, next year, can you please uh, let me go first? And then uh, be like, Matt, remember what happened every other this, year? <laughs> the same discussion happened last year, yes, I think. I guarantee it did. Uh, and we, I haven't learned a thing yet. Oh, shit. All right, mine is a dystopian uh, uh, love war story type thing. Wait, is it a teen one, though? What? Is it a teen Dystopian, sure. Teen going off to war. There you go. Dystopian. There you go. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, just yeah. you know, teen dystopians are all the rage of a couple years ago. <laughs> a couple years ago. Nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. So, uh, yeah, that number. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I always if if a movie has an awesome credit scene at the beginning, then I'm gonna be attracted to it and want to watch the whole thing right away. So uh, I thought flight f- flight facilities would be a good like tone to the movie with the credits all rolling at the beginning, uh, and then maybe opening up into our hero wandering on the streets and whatever or whoever you want him to be. up in there I definitely see that opening uh so yeah now now i want to have a whole backstory in between everything i usually just describe the scenes that everything happens to uh so yeah this will be the 
Kind of like that scene in Altered Carbon when uh, the guy is walking down the alleyways of some dystopian kind of weird future. Only it's going to be seen as a teen drama or a teen sci-fi dystopian. It's going to be this weird funky song by Santa Gold called Creator. And uh, yeah, that last one was kind of like, don't go, don't go. I don't want to go to war. It's probably going to be some alien war or something like that that he's going to have to go to. Uh, so yeah, this is kind of the daily life of whoever this this person is. And uh, the this would be the backdrop. And I think you can envision some sort of dystopian future with this Santa Gold Creator song. Aww. It worked just a little bit ago. Why is my speaking to Spanish in me? <laughs> Aussie, Aussie. Well, Santa Gold, come on, come on. Seriously, everything worked just a second ago. I'm glad this didn't happen for my list. I know, right? Definitely describes a pretty dirty kind of uh, dystopian type can, of like, city. You can really picture like somebody like him passing somebody on the street, some people on the street playing that song, like some people with like some ramshackle like drums. At the same time, somebody with like some sort of electronic thing. And it'd be it'd be like, where is the sound coming from? Like it's actually a speaker so, system of some sort out there. It's like some sort of like electronic device that mm -hmm. like they put together. Oh, mm -hmm. futuristic tech, oh, but yeah. all it does oh, is yeah. just make these noises, which it wasn't originally made for. And then in the midst of all that, it's like doing his daily stuff. He's gonna fall in love with some girl and then he's gonna have to go off to war and this this song kind of describes you know that uh scene in uh what's that one armageddon you know before ben affleck has to leave to go save planet earth he's gonna be with Liv tyler and they're gonna share all the precious moments together you know the antelopes climbing up the mountains and stuff no oh the picnic scene yeah right, right. yeah well this will just describe maybe their love and everything before he goes off so uh here you go Blondie song. That's Blondie uh, Union City Blue. I think I forgot to say that at the beginning. 
Uh, so now he goes off to the war, intergalactic or on planet Earth. I don't know. Maybe it's like 1984 where you have the fighting factions and stuff. The blood space war. Yeah, sure. There you go. The blood space world. And, and it's, it's not complete without some Daft Punk doing the score. So I've got to have Aerodynamic by Daft Punk. I could uh, I could see like that playing while uh, like he's getting more and like as it like keeps making quick skips ahead a little further and a little further yeah, as like he gets more and more get more like tense. being down yep 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 and worn out mm-hmm. uh, and then hopefully it's all one this could be either good or bad but uh, I always find it like uh, what is is it uh, what's that one is it bad Borderlands or else it's uh, the other Fallout. Kind of- Fallout. Fallout's like post-apocalyptic. Yeah, and then Borderlands they use futuristic. Like, yeah, so post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic, kind of on a post-apocalyptic-like planet. Whichever desert. one you just said. Borderlands. Not that one. Fallout. Fallout. All right. Where they use that old-timey music in it and stuff. Yeah. I always like that kind of throwback in kind of uh, like futuristic dystopian stuff. So I did the Ronnets walking in the rain, and uh, either they're back together going out into the closing credits, or else he didn't survive. And it's, I don't know, either way. But uh, yeah, I think that fits well in a dystopian type of setting. And uh, yeah, here we go. Walking in the Rain from 1964 by the fascinates me hearing a song like that and just being like that's what would be on kwb back in the day for pop music and stuff i feel like in your story he made it back and they're walking together through the atomic snow yes exactly exactly (laughs) no yeah i i I got some good vision in there i don't got a good story like you but i got i got i got a vision i guess so yeah so next year i'm going first (laughs) (laughs) we'll definitely remember that so uh you know speaking of like fallout like uh 
Polygon just recently did another of their Unraveled videos where okay. uh, so in this one Brian David Gilbert who like uh, does the Unraveled stuff he uh he decided to fix Fallout's music by creating a totally new genre for the Fallout universe because yeah. it's post-apocalyptic. Right. So it's got to be something they can play. It's also got to accomplish tasks. Like you got to be able to like, convey stories mm-hmm. and things like that. And uh, eventually, he just ended up just reinventing ska. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so is that what is this Polygon? What? It's uh it's on uh, YouTube. It's it's a. Uh, Polygons uh, and Unraveled is like what his uh, vi- his main videos are on YouTube. Okay, and then it's uh, this one is called "I Fix Fallout's Music by Creating a Totally New Genre." And it ends up being Scott. That's that's really <laughs> funny, actually. Hell yeah! All right, yeah. I hope you enjoyed our uh, story time. This is always a fun one we do every year. So uh, yeah, let's close out the show. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next show is... Our next uh, episode is going to be Word Salad. Word Salad. It's songs where like, there's just a bunch of nonsense words just thrown in there, like or like the normal words that make perfect normal sense, except they're completely not making sense in the like order they're the in. line from Semi-Charm Kind of Life. Doing crystal meth will lift you up until you break. It won't stop. I thought that made perfect sense. That's a good description of that. Yeah. All right. Words. Yeah, that we haven't done that yet, have we? That one's that's a good one. Yeah. I like that. Uh, so theme for our next show is word salad or mouth or what Kelsey always called it. Cock mouth, I think is what she called it. <laughs> Let's use the word official vomit. term. The official term is word salad. I like it. I like it. <laughs> uh, for updates and more information if so- about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios or you can follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Flagship show, Department of Defense, is still live every Sunday evening. Come join the fun at blindnewsuse.com slash live. This show and all of our other ones are available to stream on our website at blindnewsuse.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss a show. Don't forget to give us a review on iTunes, too, because uh, that helps us get to the little algorithm up to the top, you know? Advertise whatever you want to do. I don't know. Yeah, that thing. Uh, let's see here. If you just can't get enough Soundwave or Blind Ninja Studios, you should help support us. Bottom of our homepage, click on Patreon, sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Also, Christmas is coming. Uh, you're going to do shopping on Amazon, so you should stop our homepage first and click on the Amazon link at the bottom. Do all your shopping like you normally do when you check out. Amazon kicks a little money towards us. It doesn't cost you anything. It's pretty cool. You should do it. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindersviews.com or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks. 